Hello, this is our podcast. Biopocalypse. My name is Oliver. And mine is Sophia. You've heard of climate change, right? Have you heard of biodiversity? I actually have a personal experience with the loss of biodiversity around where I live. Actually, when I was little, we could always see bats flying around where we live. It was a common occurrence to look out the window, be able to see them in the skies. However, as years passed, fewer and fewer bats could be seen. It was quite sad. And even now, you just can't find them anymore. I've not seen one at our house in years, where there used to be so many that they would sometimes even like swarm. That's why today we will discuss the topic of biodiversity. Biodiversity is the variety of life in the world or specific area. To further dive into this topic, we have invited a special guest, Caitlin Wirth. She works at Blue Ridge Parkway. We've asked her here today to discuss the effects and importance of biodiversity in Western North Carolina. On the parkway, where would you say would be the most biodiverse spot? Most biodiversity occurs in, in stretches, of course, where it's wider in terms of what lives on us and in the park. Some of the things that drive biodiversity on the parkway are elevation um, and a diversity of it, right? So our lowest elevation spot on the parkway is in Virginia at James River. It's about 600 feet. And our highest elevation is over 6,000 feet. And so when you have a variety of elevations, you have more of an opportunity to have a variety of species. Climate is a big one, and climate is ultimately the same everywhere on the parkway. You know, although the temperatures vary with elevation, the climate is similar. So that's a big driver of biodiversity for us. So, I mean, the places where you're going to find the most species on the parkway are going to be places where you have a, a variety of elevations. So, you know, areas like Craggy, some of the locations in the parkway where we're a little bit wider is where we're going to find more species. What I will say is that we often find the rarest species in the highest elevations. So some of the species that are ultimately ice age remnants for us are in our highest elevations because of how the glaciers moved south uh, into North America during glaciation. And many of our northern species got pushed south and then they moved up in elevation after the glaciers receded. We end up with rare species both for the south but also rare species for the world in our highest elevation locations on the parkway. Higher elevations relates to more biodiversity and whatnot? Well, I think it doesn't necessarily relate to more biodiversity, but we have more rare and unusual species in our higher elevations. That's one of the big drivers of biodiversity. In the actual area, are we considered a temperate rainforest? You know, the growing season is long and we have a tremendous amount of rainfall especially in our highest elevations. And that really just makes this just such a wonderful greenhouse of life. That's a good place to be a, a plant, certainly. And more plants uh, equate to, you know, more animals. What would you consider to be the one keystone species? One of the things we've learned after years of research is that a pollinator means a lot of things, right? It's a whole lot of flies on the parkway. So lots of different species of, of flies that mimic bees and flies that hover it and all sorts of other things. And so I think the symbiosis that occurs between our high diversity of insect species that are pollinators and the plants that exist here is a critical connection. How is climate change and human activity how big of a risk is that to biodiversity in the Blue Ridge Parkway? We see human activity falls into a couple of categories. There's native species potentially poaching, that type of thing um, that we know, you know occurs across the park. The other threat that I think the parkway sees 
that is human caused is um, encroachment of non-native and invasive with everything we have heard, it is clear to see how biodiverse Western North Carolina is. There are so many factors that contribute to biodiversity. It is not scary to think about what might happen to some of those factors were removed. The change in the climate correlates with biodiversity. Western North Carolina as a whole could be in trouble. Humans as a whole need to be concerned about this. In Western North Carolina, salamanders and trouts are already feeling the effects of the changes in climate. Trouts need a very specific temperature of water to survive, so the change in the temperature could kill them. Currently in our society, we need to find a way to help. Climate change needs to stop. It is vital for our survival and the species we live with survival. Raising awareness about it helps. Picking up trash where you can see it on the ground helps. All this has been our podcast, Biopocalypse. Bio